Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome back onto this edition of the Kona Edge. Uh, great pleasure to welcome uh, our guest on today, and I'm really interested to to chat a little bit about uh, nutrition strategy and thinking about what he does, particularly when it comes to to Ironman. But it's a great pleasure to welcome Dr. Daniel Plews on. Dan, welcome. Thanks for for joining us once again. Yeah, thank you. Dan, you, you mentioned in our first chat uh, a little bit about nutrition and, and just the difference uh, following a, a low-carb, high-fat diet has, has made to you personally. It's uh, It's been a bit of a game-changer for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it definitely has. And um, I think I said in one of our previous chats is that um, if I could have my time again and I was in my early 20s, I'd definitely be um, focusing on that type of diet and uh and I really do think it, it makes a big difference in terms of performance and um, and very much so in recovery. What have been some of the biggest changes you've made from a, a dietary perspective moving across that way? Um, well, I, I guess it's just, um, I mean, it's on and off the bike. Um, you know, I introduced a lot more whole foods. And I actually I remember I watched that. I don't know if you've ever seen the film that's um, what that what the sugar film, the sugar film, I think it's called. Yep. And then the the very first scene in that he he had just right cereal and um, and low fat yogurt and that was that was the very breakfast that I would have every single morning as a as a young athlete and and much mostly because I was in the EIS and the nutritionist there said it was a good thing to do and I thought I was doing the best thing possible but in reality it was a you know, terrible thing to do I was always hungry and and my weight would go up and down quite a lot um, whereas now I just um, you know, I'm, I'm much more stable. I'm much, I feel like I'm much more energetic in the day. I don't have slumps, and I recover. I recover a lot better for, from the training that I'm doing, especially when I'm um, under a high workload as well. I find I can cope with training and work at the same time much more effectively. One of the things that I, I see people struggling with when when they do sort of start making the switch over is is fueling during the race. Uh, on on a, a sort of high fat diet, what sort of stuff would you typically? And, and, and let's talk Ironman because I think that's it's one thing to go out and do a, a two hour ride or an hour and a half run. That that's pretty simple. But when you start looking at at long events like an Ironman, that's when people really they just have absolutely no clue about about how to fuel for those things. What what's your what's your sort of thinking and 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 advice to someone who's who's considering making that switch, but they worried about what they should be putting in their bottles and what they should be eating and that sort of thing. Yeah, well, I guess this is where I probably differ from a lot of a lot of conventional thinking. In that, for me, nutrition it's not it's not about you have one nutrition you you eat one way and you eat that way all the time. Nutrition is about three things. It's about nutrition for health, nutrition for training, and specifically training adaptation, and then nutrition for performance. And there's there's no way that one diet fits all three. Um, so for when it comes to performance, you get as much carbon as you could almost tolerate or as much as you need because then it's, it's, it's by um, by no means is and I don't think that high and high fat diet is better for performance on a race day I really think that having carbohydrate during the races and in and even just a little bit before is a beneficial thing but for training and health to be chronically on a high fat diet is much more beneficial because you adapt better to training you recover better from the training and you also maintain lower blood glucose levels, lower blood insulin levels, and you're actually a, a much healthier person. Um, so yeah, so when I when I do exercise, when I do um, Ironman triathlon and I'm racing, 
um, I'll be taking 60 grams of carbohydrate per an hour, and that would be in the form of gels and and all the things that a normal person would eat. It's interesting. I remember reading something somewhere, and I can't remember who it was. I'm just thinking, where they talk about sort of eat low and race high when it comes to to carbohydrates, and that's pretty much what what you're talking about is 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 yeah. sort of keep it keep it balanced normally. But then it's almost like throwing gasoline on a fire during during race day. Yeah, and 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 people, I mean, lots of the nutrition people will say, "Oh, you're it's bad for your stomach," and you know, you you, you might get an upset stomach if you're not used to the carbohydrates. But I've I don't think there's any evidence to suggest that. I think, you know, our bodies know what to do with a macronutrient called carbohydrates. It's not stupid. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, the, the live, high, the live um, that train low, that train low race high strategy, it's, um, yeah, it, it, is, it is out there. But what if you look, look at the research in the literature, it's actually the opposite way around. It's, it's more that you are chronically on a high-carb diet and you restrict carbohydrates now and again for specific sessions, whereas I would be more of the opposite, is that you're chronically on a low-carb diet and you, in, and you in, um, introduce carbohydrates for maybe races or a specific session that you want to have, um, you know, you want to do well at or you want to hit a target on. So it's kind of a bit of a different way of thinking about it. Doc, there's been lots of talking, and I'm not sure if it's like this in, in New Zealand, but particularly here in South Africa, there's been a, a lot of controversy around the, the low-carb, high-fat diet, I think particularly around a guy like Professor Tim Noakes. Well, what's, I, I mean, obviously, the, you can read sort of scientific papers from both sides of the fence, and, and everyone sort of cites a, a, an argument that they feel is the be-all and end-all, but there, there is a lot of, I mean, a lot of, confusion around it your your thoughts i mean it's from a scientific point of view what's your opinion on it i mean yeah i i know but the thing is with the literature is it's all you know that i know louise burkers has published a study that was done in um in distance runners but you know it was done for three weeks and one of the things that i know with this diet is that you have to be on it chronically for quite a long time before you really start seeing the uh, uh, reaping the rewards i've been doing this since pretty much 2012 and I'm still you know it wasn't as I think it was really last year or the year before that I really started to see you start to get the real benefits and I could actually it wouldn't affect me I'd have no negative side side effects even my high intensity stuff would had returned to pretty much what it was before so um so yeah I just especially for I understand the argument for guys doing really high intensity um, of course, having a high carbohydrate oxidation, the ability to oxidize carbohydrates is more important than having a high fat oxidation. But for age groupers especially, and for people doing Ironman, I don't see how having a superior fat oxidation can be a negative thing. Um, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if your Ironman race pace is at, say, on the bike, it's at 280 watts, and at 280 watts, you've got 50% of your energy coming from fat, rather than, say, 30% of your energy coming from fat, I know which one I would rather take. So having that metabolic flexibility to only burn carbohydrate when you really need to, I, I think it's very hard to argue against. Mm. I know a lot of people are interested in, in this sort of lifestyle and, and way of eating. If, if you could sort of point them, someone in, in the direction to pick up some literature or, or something to read or something to listen to, what, what would you suggest? Who, who should people be following and checking out if they want to find out more about uh, sort of racing on a, a low-carb, high-fat diet? 
Uh, well, you can. I'm more than me. Me and my colleague, a guy called um, Professor Paul Lawson. He's um, he's he's a good friend of mine, a colleague. We we'll be more than happy. You know, you can find us both on Twitter, and we'll be more than happy to answer questions via email. Um, we, you know, we we're, we're really happy to spread the word and help people out. Um, also, a real good go-to book is a new book that's just come out by um, Professor Grant Schofield, who's who's a professor at the Auckland University of Technology, which is where I did my PhD, and I'm also an associate. They just brought out a book that's called "What the Fat Performance," and it's a high fat, high fat, low carb book specifically designed for athletes. So, um, yeah, I definitely encourage people to look at that. That's probably one of the first books out there that's really designed for um, for athletes. It's quite holistic. I know Jeff Bolek had um, the the art and science of low carb performance, which was also kind of aimed at the athlete a bit more, but um, He's quite severe and he's quite ketogenic in some of his beliefs, and that's can be. I think it's. I think it's a little bit. It's quite hard for a lot of people to follow. So yeah, this what the fat performance book is kind of more holistic, and I definitely encourage people to pick it up and have a have a read. Awesome. We'll we'll put the links to those in in the show notes of this episode as well. Uh, Doc, thank you so much for your time. Safe travels. Uh, enjoy Kona twenty sixteen, and let's hope it's a, a good one for you and your athletes. And we look forward to to following your progress and and the return, the comeback. Uh, in 2018 for you personally. Great. Thanks, Brad. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Nutrition is key to putting world-class performances. Register now for our upcoming free online nutrition seminar on the KonaEdge.com slash nutrition seminar.